Hello, friends, and welcome to Untorn Radio, where we are broadcasting life and broadcasting love from Studio 14B. I'm your host, Jay Trainer, coming at you live. It is good to be with you guys. This is take number two, actually, of tonight's uh, podcast. For whatever reason, we had some technical difficulties earlier uh, on the audio side of things. Uh, the video uh, is up and running over on Facebook, and this is a replay of the audio side. We're actually re-recording this and seeing... How things go. So welcome aboard. It's good to be with you guys uh, from Studio 14B. Um, you know, I, I got to say that coming up here very soon for Infusion, we are right now in our spring camp season. It's it's oftentimes driven by um, the team, and the team will travel with me. But as soon as May hits, we begin to change focus a little bit, where we have been doing things as a team throughout the throughout the school year. Well, guess what? We now do things um, coming up very soon individually, and it's an exciting time. It's it's a different change of pace. Uh, the routines will change, and specifically this summer, I kind of get into this summer camp uh, season, and the themes change, and uh, the the way we do life changes. I have eight camps this year, including a, a trip out to Kingdom Bound, which is going to be a great time over at Darien Lake, and that's about 83 days away going to be awesome and i can't wait for it and camps begin mid-june but they don't end until early august some of summer is left over what gives with that well um why end the camp season early it's because camps really can't compete against fall sports and for high school students particularly you have this whole idea of summer sports Summer wrapping up, coming to a close, and fall sports training taking place. And it begins in a more difficult way. It's almost like the the fall sports training happens with intensity at first and then lightens up as it goes along. Um, you start off with these, these practice days known as two-a-days or three-a-days. Why is that? Well, I, I got to believe it's because of conditioning gets the team activated from the summer slump or the summer laziness and jolts them into game day shape. It gets them ready. It gets them primed and and it builds up endurance and it allows energy to um, to grow and, and take place from the summertime blues because not everybody is in shape because of kind of getting lazy with with different summer things like just going to the beach or or sitting by the pool whatever the case may be you get the point the theme of practice it runs deep in our team play and in our sports lives but it should also run deep in our spiritual lives as well there's something about practice that really allows you and I you and me to grow into the things that we are ultimately called to in our lives. And so tonight, we're looking at this theme of called practice. Continuing in our series called Walking in Love. Let me pray with you, and then we're going to dive into reading tonight's passage, which is 1 John chapter 3, verses 4-10. through 10. Let, me, let me pray with you. God, thanks for the chance to broadcast again. Thank you that in the midst of 
the craziness that is known as technology and the internet that you are so much more than the difficulties that we face with the internet. I thank you, Lord, for the chance to broadcast life and broadcast love again. Pray, Lord, that you'd be with our thoughts, that you'd be with our words, that you, O Lord, would get all the glory. Thank you, and it's in your name we pray together. Amen. This is the reading of 1 John chapter 3, verses 4 through 10, and it reads as follows in the ESV. Everyone who makes a practice of sinning also practices lawlessness. Sin is lawlessness. You know that he appeared in order to take away sins, and in him there is no sin. No one who abides in him keeps on sinning. No one who keeps on sinning has either seen him or known him. Little children, let no one deceive you. Whoever practices righteousness is righteous, as he is righteous. Whoever makes a practice of sinning is of the devil, for the devil has been sinning from the beginning. The reason the Son of God appeared was to destroy the works of the devil. No one born of God makes a practice of sinning, for God's seed abides in him, and he cannot keep on sinning because he has been born of God. By this it is evident who are the children of God, and who are the children of the devil. Whoever does not practice righteousness is not of God, nor is the one who does not love his brother. Thus the reading of the word of the Lord. Out of 1 John chapter 3, verses 4 through 10. Thanks be to God for his incredible word and how it encourages us and really lights us up for his incredible and awesome glory. There are four themes that I'd like to talk with you tonight as it pertains to practice and as it relates to growing in the spiritual life that you and I are ultimately called to. First one is this, practice makes perfect. Uh, we hear that We hear that slogan all the time. We hear it shared in different sports team references and team building activities. And that is so true. Second point that we're going to look at is how practice shows passion. Practice reveals passion. The third thing is practice reveals personality. More on that in a few moments. But there's also a fourth thing, and I'm going to save that. I'm going to hold on to that for now and share that with you at the end of this podcast, towards the end of this podcast. So, here we go. Practice makes perfect. How does practice make perfect? Point number one. Well, we're either going to get better at living and walking God's way or ultimately the enemy's way. It's either one way or the other. The enemy's way can also spark or reveal the selfish way that is inside of you and inside of me, we have to remember who the enemy is and, and what the enemy tries to do. And he lures us away with temptation and distraction at different points. And that's why practice makes perfect because we get into this routine of what we are supposed to be about, what we are supposed to be focused on and remembering the end game insight and understanding how we are made for so much more and ultimately trying to function in the perfection as a team. Now, does this mean that we're going to make mistakes? Absolutely. I blow it all the time. We always mess up. We always fall victim to our sin-stained, crazy, mixed-up world. But 
as you grow in God, your life is meant to reflect more godliness instead of more sinfulness. And if you aren't practicing godliness, if you're not practicing righteousness, then what are you living for? Practice makes perfect. You are called into this adventure, and I am called into this adventure of being more Christ-like, being set apart for his incredible and awesome glory. And if we sit on the sidelines of life and don't practice, then we are actually practicing for anti-Christ-like living. Because we are in a different routine. That routine can be apathy. That routine can be apostasy. But you are still in a routine. You will always be practicing something. Practice will make perfect. And if you engage in the practices that are ungodly in nature, then you will be perfected in the ungodly ways of life. Hope and pray that makes sense to you. Practice also reveals passion. Out of the inside of who we are, in our heart, in our soul, in our lives, the depths of who we are, it will come out in everyday life. It will come out in the form of your actions, your attitudes, your behaviors, how you interact with people, how you interact with situations, with problems, with with society at large. These things are revealed in our interactions with reality. What do you gravitate towards? What ignites a fire inside? What do you love being a part of? How do you use your time and how do you use your resources? We have to remember that championships, they aren't handed out. This is not some sort of participation ribbon award that you receive. The last time I checked, the losers of the Super Bowl do not receive the Vince Lombardi trophy for participating. Practice shows how much you crave it, how much you long for it, how much you are willing to put aside your difference, your differences and your mistakes and wanting to get better with the skill set that you already have. How much are you willing to work for it? Again, this is not some sort of participation-only thing. We have to have the passion and the drive to go for it. We have to crave it in our bones. Long for it. Get excited about it. And yeah, I understand that practices are mundane, practices are boring, but I'd rather be in the routine of going for excellence and in the practice of that than allowing others to engage that reality when I'm missing that boat, when I'm missing that opportunity. The team is only as strong as its weakest link. And if somebody is going to hold back the team, then the passion there is truly revealed. Not for the team, not for the championship. The passion that's revealed there is ultimately to serve self and desires for self. So it reveals your passion. Practice reveals your passion. Practice makes perfect. Point number three is passion will reveal your personality. You'll see the different, check that, practice will reveal personality. You'll see how people will interact with one another. You'll see who are the outgoing people, who are the leaders on the team. Not that you have to be outgoing to be a leader. But who are the ones that command and desire excellence and command respect within the context of the team. But not just the team, also when it comes to the spiritual things in life, What is your personality when you are interacting with God, if you are interacting with God? 
And this whole idea of personality is not so much about you, so much as it is revealing who you belong to. What is your need? What is your spiritual need? Do you recognize and understand that you are needy? Because when I practice the spiritual things, the personality that comes out inside of me is understanding how needy I am for God's grace, God's mercy, God's love for my heart, for my life. I'm drawn more to God's personality and the ways of life instead of the enemies. The question becomes, whose personality are you drawn to? Are you drawn to God's personality? Or are you drawn to the enemy's personality? In some ways, it reveals more along the lines of possession instead of personality. Who do you belong to? Who are you a part of? Is his seed, is God's seed abiding in you? To use language from this passage in verse 9. For God's seed abides in him, as part of verse 9 talks about. So practice makes perfect. Practice reveals passion. Practice reveals personality or possession. Whose personality is alive in you? Is it God's personality or is it something else? Selfish personality. But there is a fourth thing. And I think a more important thing. Practice doesn't just make you perfect. Practice reveals perfection. Not our perfection, but his perfection, God's perfection inside of you and inside of me. It's more than just making us perfect. It reveals his perfect work inside. It is the process of being transformed into Christ-likeness, holiness. Jesus shows up on the scene and references uh, this whole idea of appearing in both verses 5 and 8. I'll read verse 5 to you. You know that he, referencing Jesus, appeared in order to take away sins, and in him there is no sin. That's verse 5. Verse 8, whoever makes a practice of sinning is of the devil, for the devil has been sinning from the beginning. The reason the Son of God appeared was to destroy the works of the devil. Appearance. Jesus shows up on the scene because of our need to overcome sin in our lives. We can't do it ourselves. We try and we try and we falter and we fail. We have to be born of God and the evidence of being born of God is in verse 10. By this it is evident who are the children of God and who are the children of the devil. Whoever does not practice righteousness is not of God. So therefore, if you are practicing righteousness, you are from God. Nor is the one who does not love his brother, meaning you have to love your brother in order to reveal and show that you are perfected in his practice, perfected in his possession, perfected in his passion for you and for me. And that, my friends, is tonight's untorn. I leave you with this question. Whose perfection is your life revealing? Is it God's perfection inside or the alternative, which is not even close to being in it for first? It's a lot of stuff to think about. You and I are made for so much more. 
Practice makes perfect. Practice reveals passion. Practice reveals personality. But practice also reveals his perfection. Thank you, my friends, for tuning into Untorn tonight, where we are broadcasting life and broadcasting love. Whose perfection is your life revealing? Is it his or is it the alternative? Thanks for tuning in. Until next time, right here on Untorn.net, from Studio 14B, I'm your host, Jay Trainer, saying so long for now. We'll see you next time, right here on Untorn, where we are broadcasting life and broadcasting love. iPhone XR is here at T-Mobile, and there's a whole lot to love, like taking those perfect New Year, New You portrait mode selfies you're going to share. Nice. It's the best way to stay connected to everyone you'll heart most in 2019. So get ready to fall in love with iPhone XR on T-Mobile, the most loved in wireless. Call 1-800-T-Mobile to learn more or visit a store today.